Welcome to the Island Podcast. Today is a special episode about the Sotheby's sales from the 15th of June 2023. So let's get started. Hello, good evening, Sebastian. Hi, Olivier. Good to see you again. Good to see you. We are here in Ibiza for our great event uh, tomorrow. Yeah, working hard. Working hard, but uh, we had to talk about uh, yesterday's sales at Sotheby's. Uh, we were lucky enough to have someone on the ground and uh, it was a very exciting sales. But uh, first, uh, Sebastian, uh, it was a white glove sale. How exciting it is. Well, I guess for any uh, people in auction house, white glove sales, it's rare. And when it's happening, the whole team will be uh, celebrating. So this is super exciting. I think also personally, not that I know that market very well, but had uh, from what I've read, from what everybody around us was uh, saying, um, everybody was under pressure. So now they know that uh, they're gonna stay there for a while. But if they're gonna, if if the work would have gone wrong, the sale could have gone wrong. It could have been the end of the department. So great news. It went pretty well, uh, but more than the sale itself, what does it tell us about the NFT market uh, overall? Well, it tells us uh, quite a lot of things. I mean, um. I'm going to do some parallels with uh, photography, you know, come from uh, the photography world. Uh, everybody who can imagine 200 uh, years ago, of course, that was history. Everybody thought every work was uh, historical. At the end, only a few works stay in history books. In the NFT market, was the same. Everybody was saying, ah, it's important, it's historical. Yeah, as a medium, it is historical, it, it is important. Now, which work of everything that's been produced gonna remain historical i think last night was a clear cut and we know what's gonna stay in the history books and what's gonna disappear in crypto there is a lot of discussion about bull market bear market is it the end of the bear market what do you think this sell symbolize well personally i think neither the bear market or the bull market not what we see it's it's a clear distinction between I mean, some people are not going to like what I'm going to say, but between the boys <laughs> and the man. And that, that's what really what we're going to see. Um, and this is going to say, in terms of a value, I think there's two things. There's the value as an artwork and a historical value, and then you have the financial value. So if we want to do a bit of a speculation and compare to the traditional art world, what we're going to see is people pay a huge premium for this uh, artwork, Maybe in the next two or three years, you're going to have, in terms of financial value, a small dip. But in the long term, it's going to be a massive return. In terms of a historical value, it's going to constantly go up. At one, at one point, both lines will uh, join each other. Thank you for this insight, Sebastian. So yesterday, we were lucky enough to have someone on the ground. Ari, you're based in New York. Tell us more about how was the sale. Yeah, it was it was uh, electric. You know, the the room was uh, packed with um, you know the key people. I would say in this market, uh, we had uh, Collab plus Currency, uh, G Money from 90CC was also there, and the team from Bright Moment. So yeah, it was an occasion for the family and the the, the core uh, builder and community to gather and celebrate. And I would say also to send a message to the outside world, because Sotheby's is so important as a cultural place, that uh, this art movement is here to stay and here to thrive. Um, so really, I think this uh, Sotheby's self will be seen in the future as 
an historic milestone for the community of on-chain art collectors. And this is why I really wanted to be there and to witness this uh, in person. And the goose is becoming somehow for this community a cultural symbol, a flag somehow uh, representing the, the, the digital renaissance. I don't know if you've seen this article uh, from Art News, but the journalists wanted to really frame uh, this sale as the last hurrah for the NFT market, somehow a symbol of the dawn. And, um, but actually, it felt much more like a, a celebration uh, with just happy and smiling faces all around, happy to just send this, this message to the world. Thank you, Aristide. So back to you, Sebastian. Yesterday, we heard a lot about trophy artwork. Do you want to tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, so I think it's really important. And every blue chip artist will have, you know, the trophy artwork. So if you think of uh, Picasso, the Garnica, he's the masterpiece. If you think of Andy Warhol, the Marilyn uh, will be the one. So you have this. And, and I guess for some of these uh, artists last night, some of the work in that cell will define their practice for sure. Great. So there were also a lot of discussion about the bidding war and starting bid. Um, do you think there is something we can learn here? What was happening in the background, you think? Well, I mean, the whole thing first, in terms of a number of lots in a cell, was, I'm not sure, but between 30 and 35 uh, lots. So... The whole setup was set up like evening cells. Evening cells in contemporary art is when you take the best lots. Okay, it's the evening cell. It's the things that you see on the TV. So that was exactly what it was. And when you have this, you have also third-party guarantee. So when you find out that this cell is going to come on the market, okay, auction house is going to compete between each other. So you will have Sotheby's, Christie's, and Phillips. And first, you you give away, oh, this work, I think that should be the estimate. And then everybody come up and, you know, they align. But most important, it's third-party guarantee. So here, the seller is going to ask on the trophy artworks to have a third-party guarantee. The, the seller won't take the risk that the works remain unsold. So auction houses will find external clients and ask them to pre-buy you know, certain works. And the one that come up with the best offer will win the entire collection. And I guess this time was with Sotheby's. So you think some some pieces, especially the trophy pieces, were pre-sold uh, at the beginning of uh, this auction? Yeah, it was. I mean, if you look on the on the website, uh, there's a special sign that shows which uh, artworks were had a third-party guarantee or a guarantee and uh, the one that wasn't so yes somewhere yesterday's sales was called the grail or grail but do you think uh, we now gonna see even more important work even more uh, yeah probably but i think uh, this you know in the medium you have different uh, phases and this was the first circle and we will say from when uh, it started like 2017 until today i think we we know who's gonna be the big winner so there's two or three artists for sure they're gonna they're, they're there for the long run and out of this there's a couple of their works that's gonna remain what i call in my business trophy artworks they, they will define a generation for sure thank you very much sebastian uh, for this analyze and this insight i'll see you uh, tomorrow for our big event well for sure <laughs>